You're, yeah, that's the whole thing. Is I don't because I can see half of your face right now, Susan. <laughs> there we go. The struggle is real. Okay, yeah. you're, you're dealing with a woman here. What can I say? Right? Like women drivers, I'm being I'm being awful, and I'm just. We kidding. we did a show two hours ago on how feminism is destroying society. Oh, absolutely, yes. it is. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. to mention driving, but anyway, no, that's another. Thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. That that was the purpose of feminism. <laughs> The whole purpose of feminism was to destroy men. It was the entire purpose is to actually take down a culture that is that is based on individual families. That that's the whole yeah. purpose of feminism. Yeah. I think wasn't it Rush Limbaugh that said the f purpose of feminism was to give ugly women an opportunity in media or something, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if he didn't man. say it, should but it is. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, okay, this is, this, is the, this is like the, <laughs> this is a hot mess show. <laughs>
so all of my <laughs> all of my uh fidget items are like so military law enforcement we got a handcuff key the letter opener <laughs> we got five five six green tip we got the o positive wait casey you know what this one is this little I, orange guy i can't see it it's a <laughs> empty yeah. chamber indicator Ooh. <laughs> yeah which here we can so it, now well, now people will really get triggered so in world war well literally oh, yeah just that noise right yeah. there the it, I know. you yeah put it in and it's empty you, know, whoops, right. you can see that love empty. that sound so in uh actually it was right uh, world war ii that right there is the sound of safety and every woman should absolutely swoon when they hear that because that's the sound of a real man i love it. the m1s everybody's <laughs> watched you know the war movies we hear pam 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 <laughs> pitching that pitching yeah. is the lock saying they're you know, you're all out i get shot now yeah yeah <laughs> you know speaking of swoon uh, i was interviewing friend of the show lover to death uh wendy strouch mahoney and something happened i think my gun was like uncomfortable in my pants so i took it out and emptied it and she she swooned a little <laughs> she did we were on live and someone someone clocked it in the comments they were <laughs> she was like oh oh you're really good at that <laughs> you really are packing oh man <laughs> all right casey <laughs> gracious it's you it's friday there. You it's Friday. Do I need to pull the bourbon down? <laughs> I, I think you need to keep your gun in your pocket. Okay. <laughs> oh man, you weren't uh, really happy to see me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that oh, that you guys. Ties, oh man. That ties seamlessly into one of the two <laughs> topics we're talking about: reproductive rights, as they say. <laughs> That's right. uh, and and abortions impact on uh, on the election, which is so funny because I I said I I I declared I am not doing any more election coverage. I don't even think we have elections in this country, and I'm over it. And every guest since that day has booked election coverage interviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now we have the lovely Susan Swift. One what are reproductive rights and how did this whole thing how did abortion roe v wade all that stuff uh affect the midterms okay well here's what's coming up new we're not even talking about we're we're serious people here so oh yeah right no, not really <laughs> we'll we will actually provide some some semblance <laughs> of fact and discussion how's that um what just passed the these in the last election in california michigan and to some degree um, also vermont there were three different propositions in california it was called proposition one in michigan it was proposition three in vermont it was proposition five they're all very similarly worded and what they say the I'll, I'll lead with the california one because that's the ugliest broadest biggest problem it's the big it's it's going to be the gorilla in the room for abortion as far as this goes here's what and it was sold it was actually sold to the unwitting populace as a bill that was necessary to protect abortion rights in california which is a lie that's fake because our california laws already enshrine abortion and our california supreme court has said on multiple occasions that abortion is a fundamental right for women in california and the CIA. Oh, there she in goes. In. <laughs> Susan, they got you. Yo, okay. Just uh, hand signals. And back? she's back. Can you hear me? She's back. Yes. We can hear you. We were talking about stabbing people okay. in, in nightclubs. <laughs> we, we can hear and see you. 
Well, <laughs> I am a professionally trained actress, so I can pantomime and do all I need to to communicate. That's my job. All right. So shall we pick up where I was left off? I was kicked off and rolled over onto the bus <laughs> by you guys. I think we might as well do a cam adjustment real quick, too. <laughs> Let's get you set. Better what you want. Okay. Uh, so I, I want to make happier. you happy. There, I like there, to make there. you happy. A little bit more. We we more. can go the big there you go. Three. Yeah, no, you're good right there. Yeah, as long as we got equal, um, yeah, space on each side, we're good. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Continue. If anybody's even still watching after all, this, right? <laughs> oh, this is live. It's not live. No, it's not live. It's well, not live. It's recorded. No, it says it, live yeah, in the corner, but it's not. Casey's yeah. gonna so have a edit. lot of work editing this down. <laughs> this okay. All right. So. Back to your prop, original question. Something about Prop 1. <laughs> something about Prop 1. All right. California, Michigan, Vermont all passed very, very similar uh, propositions to amend their constitution, state constitution. In California, it's the most, the biggest, broadest, ugliest one that you, you can just drive a Mack truck through. That, if you that had sounds the like fuel. California. Big yeah, well, if you have the diesel fuel, you could. I don't know if we're going to have it anymore. But anyway, so oh. here's what California Prop 1 says. It says the state shall not deny or interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom include in their most intimate decisions, including contraception and, um, and abortion. Okay, so let's break that down. First of all, an individual. That, that term's already defined in law. It means a person, and it doesn't have any restrictions based on age or anything. So an individual can mean a four-year-old. It can mean an eight-year-old, a 40-year-old, whatever it is, right? So there's no restriction on um, uh, ability to think or vote, or there's no limit on what an individual is other than it's a human being, it's a person, right? Okay, so that's an individual. The second part of it is reproductive freedom. And here comes the Marxist Orwellian um, language game that they all always like to do, right? It's a it's a new term. It is not defined. It's not defined in law and it's not defined by the proposition itself. So reproductive freedom, it's a lovely Marxist, uh, socialist, communist term because it sounds good, right? I don't want the state dictating my reproductive freedom. But I don't it doesn't want them mean anything. Me. Well, not yet, but it will. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. We're actually going to be allowing judges, you know, those men in black robes to define what that means, because somebody's going to go into a California state court and says, well, I have an I have a reproductive right to pedophilia. Right. I'm a minor attracted person. That's how we refer to these um, weirdos. Right. Uh, these, you know, mental mental misfits. Right. Who like to diddle small children. All right. Those pedophiles. Well, they have a, rep a right to reproductive freedom, do they not? Right. And so, you know, hey, what's wrong with a 12 year old boy? Nothing. Right. So are we going to throw these children under the bus in the name of minor attracted personalities? Right. Is that what we're going to do? Well, our state constitution, California, that those those rules in our constitution trump statutes. They override statutes. So now we're going to have to consider. All right. The state cannot shall not shall not deny or interfere with a minor attracted person's oh, reproductive freedom. Oh my God. Casey gets wow. it. Casey gets it. All right. Wow, the light bulb's gone out. You're legalizing child 
everything. Yes, yes you are. Yeah. Everything. It strips parental rights. It it strips parental rights potentially. A parent can say, and they, my six year old. Well, they know what parents. they're doing because everything in yes, law, every word going back to Bill Clinton everything depends on what is means. You know, like right. this this section two thirty stuff. Is it the yeah. provider or a provider? Right. They mean well, totally different things in law. To, to and, quote Bill Clinton, well, it just depends <laughs> on uh, what the definition is. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I Man. sorry, but, you know, I, that's that's what we're talking about. Now, it's not just pedophilia; it's also uh, things like transgender rights. Right in California, again. Prop one is passed, and also SB 107 has passed. Oh, 107, that's that. the one that says the state of California can take custody away from parents if a child is in California or is brought to California by either a parent or any other person. Can you say trafficked, right? So mm -hmm. brought into California for purposes of gender transitioning. So now we've got a little boy in Texas who uh, thinks he wants to be a girl and he needs to have a, you know, surgical procedure and he gets to California. Well, he can have that. He can have puberty blockers and surgery all because the state can take custody of him away from the parents and the parent will not have any notification or right to intervene under SB 107. I am not making this up. I'm just a lawyer. Okay. I'm just repeating it. So now all of this was billed under the banner, the talisman of abortion. You see, Proposition 1 was sold to us as we must protect abortion rights, even though all of abortion in California is legal up to the moment of birth and beyond under AB 2223. If you don't want, want me to, I can go through that if you want. I think we've talked about it before. But abortion rights in California are already considered constitutional fundamental rights under our state constitution. So this abortion talisman was used to, to kind of sneak this proposition one through under you know the mantle of abortion, right? And so now we have this undefined term, reproductive freedom, that, that can, it can eviscerate laws against incest or rape or surrogacy or uh, uh, polygamy. And, and what about those infertile couples who say, well, we can't conceive a child, therefore the state shall not or deny or interfere with our rights to have reproductive freedom. We need a surrogate. We need you to provide a surrogate for me. And there's, there cannot be, there, it's possible that you can't even regulate uh, normal health options for women or men. Like you can have private firms selling eggs, buying sperm, mixing up everything up in test tubes and, and experimenting on it. And who's to stop it? Because the state shall not deny or interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom so now, there you look, go this isn't a call for violence but whenever i think of california i am amazed that californians haven't just gone in and pulled those politicians out and beat the crap out of them there, just look, don't like, I, i'm, I'm literally pocket. amazed don't take your gun joe out is your sitting there trying to write checks for me right no. now <laughs> <laughs> like, this, as he's on the east coast i don't this is nuts 
the messaging around Proposition 1 was, frankly, it was very clever because the pro-aborts are all saying, we have to protect a woman's right to choose. Look what they're doing. They've eviscerated Roe versus Wade. Women are going to be forced to be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen forever. Right? That's what they're basically saying. Look, that, I don't that, care that, if my right? wife wears shoes. But wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. All they did was give the um, uh, uh, legal authority back to the states yeah, so, so California is it's legal within that state. Yeah, California is free to be as radical and ridiculous as you guys want out there. It's yeah, nuts. exactly. And they're going to pay for it. So now, not only are we having, you know, the uh, SB 1142, which was the big abortion vacation bill, that that pays for everybody's abortion. You can come here to California, get your uh, your abortion hotel, get your abortion Uber or Lyft or whatever, and you're going to get your free abortion because Planned Parenthood needs to improve its abortion access. Right? We've now, now got a, a website in California. Well. We'll stomp you right there because uh, they do say free, guys. Three sources of funding. Your tax dollars, yeah, big and tech, tax dollars. and big box stores. Okay, so stop <laughs> stop paying for big tech crap and definitely, oh my gosh, yeah. guys, don't shop it, it, at it's Walmart. Your pick. Many people know about our clinic, but most don't realize we help patients around the globe reach their health goals. Deep down, you know there's got to be a way to get there, but you don't know where to start. Our starter plan is the first step. You'll get everything you need to experience a health transformation in 120 days. You'll start by resetting your health with a two-week detox. Then you'll implement our proven anti-inflammatory food plan. On top of this, you'll get a 120-day supply of essential supplements, omega-3, and vitamin DK as well as our homeopathic drops to accelerate your health goals. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use the promo code on your screen to receive this exclusive offer and save a total of $80. This is your path to more energy and better health. You're no, somebody's cool. paying for it, but it's not going to be these women who are trafficked across state lines. Oh, by the way, just so you know, Biden very quietly, his his administration uh, on November 10th just uh, issued an HHS, a new field ordinance that says we need to round up, uh, locate and round up all of the unaccompanied minors who are pregnant. Hmm. Will those be the ones that are coming across the border? I don't know. But in any event, wow. the unaccompanied minors who are pregnant and we will provide federal transportation to one of these states that will provide uh, abortion care for them. Oh, so here we my are. God. Yeah. Now, the Hyde Amendment prevents the federal government from funding abortion, but it doesn't stop the federal government from funding travel to states that provide abortion. But so now you're, that's circum gonna... you're circumventing parents. Yes, absolutely. In the decision. So, they absolutely. Don't even, they don't care about parents. And, they would just yeah. abolish the term. Parents parental rights, are yeah. Parental rights are under attack. Parents are an existential right to the government, an existential threat to the government. Mm -hmm. Because parents are the ones who, they come together, they are independent, they create a family, they raise children to be independent-minded. That is an existential threat to a centralized, you know, communist socialist government so of course they're stripping parents rights and that they're doing it with proposition one in california proposition three in, in michigan is very very similar reproductive freedom and in vermont prop five said reproductive autonomy okay so these are new terms that are going to be 
inje injected into our our judicial history and you're going to start seeing more and more uh, attempts in other states to propagate this so that now parents won't have an ability to i mean already in california there is no parental notification or consent for a, a minor to go and get an abortion so your 13 year old daughter can go to your you know the school nurse or whomever she wants she can go and get an abortion with a judge's approval or you know outside of school anywhere she wants and parents will not be notified if somebody that, gets that my 13 year old daughter pregnant i want to know who well you know what the funny thing is that all of the messaging they always like to blame the government for making you know women pregnant it's like who, <laughs> who exactly Look, is the government we say that we get women? screwed by the government but not yeah. literally screwed by the government <laughs> who, yeah. who exactly? now they're literally getting screwed by the government and but i don't know as a parent right what what government official is raping women and forcing them to get pregnant well, you really? know, I, I, I hear know. I hear there are some guys in pretty high offices that do have a thing for young women. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. yeah. But, you no, know. I, it starts with cigars the back in the nineties, right? <laughs> yeah, the mindset is that well, once a, once a woman finds herself pregnant, it's like you know, find a nigga dollar on the street or something. Oh, I found myself pregnant, right? That somehow it is now the state's fault for keeping her pregnant. This is the crazy of it. It's like okay. Now, and we have to have abortion as health care to relieve her from this horrific health burden of being pregnant, which is she nine times out of 10, nine and a half times out of 10, she got herself there herself, right? Yeah. Um, but, but the other, hey, the other part of this, who is benefiting most from abortion? Men. Men, yep. because they don't have to. They don't have to take care of her. They can leave the tip on the nightstand and off they go. Right? They don't have to care for her. They don't have to re respect her as a human being. They can use her and then lose her. And and men should be ashamed. And you know what? Men could stop this tomorrow. All you guys have to do is say, I am never going to allow a woman the right to kill my child. I'm never going to give her that kind of power. I'm going to control myself. I'm not going to use these women. And I'm going to make sure that I am, I'm a, a, a good, honorable, moral man and make sure that if I choose to start having those kind of relations, I'm going to do it in the context of marriage or some other social contract, if you will, that guards and protects my rights to parent that child. Well, and so all of this happen. could end tonight if all of you Susan, guys just stop. Susan, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. I had a girlfriend straight up abort my child without telling me that she was pregnant. Oh my God. And, and, and when I found out about it, I was devastated. I'm so sorry, Casey. That is so, just awful. But so again, it's, it's just. It's, it's one of those, you know, and there's always a yin to every yang, you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's one of those things where it's like, how do you go through this entire subject without leaving somebody out and I, yeah no that's the bullcrap of the equality movement it, it it's never been equality it's always we want better than more than some other group we want to treat injustice with injustice men have no men have virtually zero rights zero reproductive no rights, no rights. yep that yep. was the you purpose can of steal feminism. my sperm from me impregnate somebody else with it and i'm still going to be responsible for it well don't it actually happened in the nba out on the desk okay well it's it, it's happened in the nba <laughs> where nba players have had women mm -hmm. give them a blowjob oh, yeah. and a condom and then take the semen and impregnate themselves oh, or somebody else and then go for parental rights that i need but okay so don't yeah. do that okay i mean look it's you guys happened. i'm sorry but 
You don't have to do Nobody's pointing a gun at you and saying you have to do this. You can just say, no, Did you can just say, it? I'm not going to do this. I am not going to give that woman an opportunity to impregnate herself with my semen. I'm just not going to do it. You know, what's funny. Yeah, that's because you that's the, the, the Bible. The Bible actually says that. And this is why I hate translations, because it says it says men do not give your power to a woman. Oh, really? And I, okay. I hate the translations uh, because what it actually means, what it means in Hebrew is don't give your seed, your semen to a one that that's what it means. I, I, I don't know why they <laughs> translate certain things like that because you're reading it in English and it doesn't mean anything remotely close to that. Don't give your power to a woman. That, it makes it sound like don't let I her wear the pants. Sons. Yeah, no, it's sons. don't Do let her give... into your pants. Yeah, don't look, don't give the, this this life-giving power that you guys have, don't give that to a woman. She has a life-giving power too. And it, and it is a superior power because we can create life and grow it. And, and then you have a baby at the end. You guys can't do that. We can't. Well, it's so supposed when, to be pretty intentional. You know, I, I've, gotten, I've gotten a woman pregnant four times, my wife. Uh, and I've not accidentally gotten any other woman pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> You're a disciplined oh, man. man. I respect that. <laughs> there Goodness you go. Gracious. But that's what, that's what self-discipline is. And that is being intentional. But that, that and that's the whole point. You, you don't give that, that life-giving force to some woman who now then has the power to kill it and so we can end abortion tonight all the men in the world can they can just say i'm not doing this anymore not going to happen anymore and then we don't have abortion anymore and then these women don't get to say i've been forced to be pregnant and then they don't get to they, they don't get to use the system to abort their babies and use taxpayer dollars to do it so it is on the men to a large degree in a not only world. Them, not in a only, perfect world now back to reality yeah. uh, well yeah. Even, well, even in, soul, even in the imperfect is, world, the birth well, control, it, 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 there are a hundred methods. Listen, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm sure guys, there guys, are. guys, 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 there's condoms. There's all kinds of birth control, you know, things. Abortion is not birth control, nor should it have ever been even remotely considered that way. Like if you don't want to get pregnant. Make then sure don't put yourself in your, a scenario where you're going to well, get pregnant. You, you can make sure you're up to date on your COVID jabs. And <laughs> then, then you, as then long as you, you got your boosters, you're good to go. Whomever. As a matter of fact, you probably only have six months to live. So keep yeah. going for it. <laughs> but wait, wait, here's my, here's my thing though. Okay. When this scenario happens, um, it's like uh, Florida with 13 weeks. You know, um, when I saw a cell divide, in a microscope in biology, I went, that's life. That is life. That is an actual thing that's starting to try to do its thing. Yeah. And, and it's like, I, I, I don't want to see that thing die over politics or my personal opinion, or I don't want to do this. Fine. Then let's make the adoption system a little easier to yeah. access. Let's make it easier for, you know, the, even single parents. To, to start adopting kids. My wife died back in 2011. I haven't remarried because I, I'm still heartbroken over it. I would still like to raise some kids. So it's one of those things where, sorry, Joe, that was a little you, bit. Yeah, you didn't know Casey, about that, did you, you? You know what I'm thinking when you said, uh, we'll talk offline, but it's, uh, I'd still, <laughs> there's, yeah. you know, it's funny. I keep dropping you stuff know, on you. You know like who that. comes to mind. But, but, but look, you know what? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does come to mind, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The, sorry. The sorry. way that we're going to end, the way that we're really going to end abortion is not with laws. It's not with 
things like proposition one and it's not not all that it's going to it's going to end when we are compassionate to those women when men treat them with respect when other women embrace them and come alongside and say there is no need for you to abort that baby because we can care for it we can help you we'll walk you we'll big sister with you all the way through if you don't want to parent the child that's okay we will find adoptive parents who will and there 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 is no reason to kill another human being there that is that is the truth. The the problem with that is we have one side of this country who does does not want to acknowledge the humanity of that unborn person. They want to pretend wow. it's tissue. They want to pretend that it's just not important. And and they even and some of them, the very most radical, don't care. They say it doesn't matter. I I saw one woman. I don't know if it was on TikTok or YouTube or something. Interview just said, well, it doesn't matter. It's the it's the mother's right to decide to kill that child, even if it's two or three years old. I mean, that's yeah. the, that is the mentality. And I got the serious part of this. I know we've been having kind of too much fun and I, I do want to bring it back to just being very serious for a minute. That individual person, that little individual unborn person, if you, if you can't defend life in the womb, you are talking about an existential threat to our republic to our very constitution because our constitution was informed by the declaration of independence and in that declaration of independence we state very emphatically that our rights come from god not government and that we are endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights among those being the right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness, pursuit of happiness. the supreme court should have looked at that document which is the found it's one of our founding documents it informs the constitution and the right to life it, it precedes all others. You can't have liberty without life, and you certainly can't pursue happiness without life and then liberty. And that is the foundation for our republic. If we are able to start redefining what life is, and all of a sudden now we're, we're not defending the unborn uh, until they're, oh, I don't know, born. Maybe they're two years old. Maybe they're three years old. This is incrementalism. It's classic Marxist, socialist, communist behavior where we're incrementally um, diminishing and denying the individual right to life. And that is an existential threat to our country. We have to protect our country and our way of life. And the best way to do that is to defeat abortion once and for all. That makes sense yeah. to me. Boom. Uh, it, it, it's, it, unless it's a, a life-threatening right. scenario, not for the baby, but for the mother, you know, it's, and of it's course we always have those rare circumstances where, you know, of course, we don't want to lose two lives. We'd rather lose of one. Of course. And I'll tell you what the answer is to that, though, Casey. Abortion is never the answer. Here's why. Because abortion, the purpose of abortion is the intentional killing of the baby, of the human being. That's right. it. Now, what, what is, if, you, if you're talking about an intention to save a mother, let's say preeclampsia, or let's say an, an ectopic pregnancy, four weeks, five weeks long, she's going to blow up her fallopian tubes, there's no way for the baby to survive. Okay, that's fine. I understand that. And that's basically less than 2%. It's, yes. it's probably it's less Very than one well. yeah, yeah, but yeah, okay yeah. fair enough guess what there's a procedure it's called delivery and that's what you do you deliver the woman from pregnancy okay the pregnancy itself is going badly for whatever reason preeclampsia uh, whatever the anomaly is and it happens rarely but it does happen and that's why doctors are it's called triage and they mm -hmm. deliver the mother yeah. from the pregnancy and sometimes that gives the chance of the baby. To, uh, it always preserves the chance of the baby to survive. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they're under, you know, 17 weeks old or less than 20 weeks old. Someday we're going to be able to push viability back. 
maybe even to 15 weeks, who knows, in ectopic pregnancies, all right, but at least you can remove that ectopic pregnancy, that little tiny human being, maybe only four weeks old, right, and or six weeks old and has a heartbeat, but you don't have to cut it up and suck it into little, you know, pieces. <laughs> You know, you don't have to do yeah, that. I've, what I've you can do is remove it. saying abortion because it's, well, one, it's murder. But the most it it, people say, well, you know, the chemical killing is the most popular one. No, it's dismemberment. Yes, it dismemberment is the most popular method. Cutting up a baby inside I think, of a mom. I yeah. think as of 2020, according to Guttmacher Institute, which is, you know, that's the, mm -hmm. the, the data driven arm of the Planned Parenthood. That was Alan Guttmacher, who's a real eugenics fan himself. Anyway, they gather the data. As of 2020, the most po the most common use for you know of abortion is the the chemical abortion, mifeprex and misoprostol. Those are the, uh, the, the uh, drug well, they, It's Fifty four percent. Okay, I was thinking. It's interesting plan B. that they don't include. Still playing with the bullets. Sorry that they don't include in their numbers. <laughs> that this, this is the greatest genocide in human history. Did you know you can be fined, sued into financial ruin, or even have your business shut down if you don't have the right verbiage on your website? Yeah, neither did I until I met Erica Kohlberg. Erica is a licensed practicing attorney who found a serious gap in the market. Firms like hers charge massive fees for simple legal document services. Erica knew there had to be a better way, and that's how Plug and Law was born. Plug and Law is the best solution for all your business's legal needs. They provide fill-in-the-blank legal templates to protect you, your business, and the people who depend on you most. With Plug and Law's legal bundle, you get a privacy policy, terms and conditions, and a legal disclaimer crafted by an attorney for the fraction of the price. Legal documentation preparation fees with your own lawyer can cost $500, $800, even $1,000 for a single document. A privacy policy alone comes in for an average of $500. Use my affiliate link to get Plugin Law's legal bundle for just $97. You could find an attorney and pay upwards of $1,500 for the same legal documents, but you're too smart for that. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and get the legal bundle for just $97. Right now, we're throwing in a free affiliate marketing legal guide. That's a savings of nearly $2,000. Don't miss out and risk everything you've built. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and protect your business, yourself, and your family. This is the greatest genocide in human history. Absolutely. And and we've had we've had some doozies of genocides, especially when you're screwed around with communism, socialism, Marxism. Yeah. Um, but it, America's it, practice worldwide, worldwide, I think it's over three hundred and thirty million people have been killed with oh, yeah. abortion. I believe I, I might have that figure off a little bit, but it's it's much more than six. We're just talking about at least sixty three million that we know of in the United States. It's more well, than I that. Mean, worldwide it's just it's a genocide that it makes stalin look like a piker you know i mean we, we we've heard uh over at least over the last two years black lives matter except in an abortion clinics yeah yeah oh that's sick. nuts
Oh, yeah. You know what? I mean, I, I, cities like to... New York, there are more black babies aborted than born. And yes, they are. it's and, not and, racist white people doing that to you. It, it, no, it's, it's you. It's, yeah, it's you killing your own black baby. That's what yeah. the, the racial disparate impact, the disparate racial impact of abortion is clear. Look, Margaret Sanger got that thing started so many years ago, right? Mm-hmm. She's the one that, that sold the Negro project to black yeah. pastors trying to control the fertility and reproductive rates of black women because she didn't like blacks, browns, and Catholics. Now, that's just fact. So and, she's a white and racist LBJ and yeah, yeah, yeah a, a eugenicist a and a racist and a radical liberal. You, yeah, you realize that eugenics is still they alive and well together, in the United States, they? right? Yeah, it's they all population. Together. Yeah, well, uh, people who were born uh, under the social security system right now in the United States, if you were born disabled under the social security system, you are not allowed to marry somebody else who was also born disabled under the social security system eugenics is alive wow. and well in the united states right now i know we need to we need to breed the master race right i mean this, this sounds like hitler right we do have nasa right hitler where, where or where scientists come from i mean the, yeah. the you know the, the the attack on down syndrome children and trisomy 18 children it's just it's sick because we have to have the the superior bloodlines right i wonder which bloodlines we're actually trying to promote anyway that that's off topic but um <laughs> But um, it's true, and no one knows about it. Well, okay, uh, dumb, dumb Democrats don't know about it, and we'll tell them. They're like, "Where did you get this? These are these are your team's written and recorded statements. They're in their books, their letters, and their commercials from the '60s, '70s, '80s." Like, what are we even talking about? Whoa! Well, I'm, I'm you're not now. wrong. You're not wrong. But and remember, you asked me a second question about the impact of abortion on on the election. Uh, on the yeah. election. OK, well, I got my research. Here's what I did. All right. So let's remember going back to November 7th. There was a poll that came out. It was an ABC Washington Post poll that showed that. And Susan B. Anthony's reporting it. So you can go find it there. Right. Um, 64 percent of Americans reject abortion on demand. 64%. So Amer- most Americans want to support some sort of restriction on abortion. That was on November 7th. That's the day before the election. All right. Then let's compare uh, that to a CNN exit poll that found that 75% of people who, who went to the polls and came out said that inflation was their number one issue. Not abortion, but inflation. So I think wow. it's very, very hard to say that in, that abortion drove the, the the election. I think that's the narrative that the pro-aborts want you to do because they don't have anything to run on down the trail with how are they going to run on you know the the pro-abort so-called Catholic in the White House right now, Biden. I mean, he, he's the one that, I mean, hello, Catholic you know, I mean, right, I mean, talk about a kino, right? Catholic in name only. I'm a Catholic. This is very offensive. To me. He is messing with my brand, that guy. So is Nancy Pelosi, all of these pro, pro-abort Catholics. Well, they all, they're all, look, according to my faith, they're all excommunicated. So they're all fake Catholics anyway, because you cannot be Catholic and be pro, pro-abortion. You just can't. You've excommunicated yourself. You got to go back. You got to apologize to God in confession and you have to redeem your life. And then, then you can return to being Catholic. That's the way that it works. So anyway, but staying back on my point with, with the, the elections, let's look at some of the, um, the races that happened. How about um, the governor's races? Oklahoma has a total ban on abortion. It is a, a abortion or the, the procedure of delivering a, a woman from a, a life-threatening pregnancy is allowed, right, for the life of the mother. But absent that, uh, uh, 
Oklahoma says abortion is illegal. That was in, in effect in August 2022. It was a trigger law that happened because of the overturn of Roe versus Wade. So everybody knew about it. And yet they still went to the polls and they voted for a very pro-life governor, Governor Kevin Stitt. He was reelected. Let's look at Texas, who has the, the six-week heartbeat bill, that, you know, six to eight-week heartbeat ban that everybody was talking about. And guess what? Governor Greg Abbott won handily and beat out Beto, the, the soy boy beta male. Anyway, <laughs> three so, time loser. <laughs> I mean, to, that's, that, yeah, that three, I thought I saw some little meme that was Owen, you know, three and oh, it was so funny. It was Owen three. I, Owen, I think Stacey Abrams and Beto need to be on the show, The Biggest Loser. But instead of like losing weight, well, uh, Stacy could stand to lose Stacey's some weight. But instead of losing weight, they could be talking about is, losing. Is there elections. a name like Stacy Biggs and Abrams Tank? I don't know. Um, oh, but let, let's go to. Uh, I can say it. You can't. Anyway, so Georgia, 2019. In 2019, they had a, a law that banned abortion after six weeks. It was immediately a trigger law as, as soon as Roe versus Wade went down. So it's been on the books. Georgia 2019, right? Okay, so it's banning abortion after six weeks. And guess what? Governor Brian Kemp trounced Stacey Abrams, who wanted to say that a baby's heartbeat on a sonogram at six weeks was fake, right? That it was a made up sound. So Stacey doesn't know what she's talking about. She's just lying and making things up. And those governor, Governor Brian Kemp won. So, and also look at Florida. That has it's, a it's incredible. People believe now, now the three of us have to argue with idiots that yeah. believe. Stacey Abrams, who says, oh, that's actually a manufactured sound effect that they added to it. Now, what they're what? trying, that's because she's very, very clever because the sonogram, it's like a, it's the same as like what you use in, uh, you know, submarines and things. It sends out a ping and it, and it, then it converts that, that image to a sound. So that's how she's trying to be really technical and say, it's not, it's all manufactured and it's fake trying to, but she's, what she's using that to do is to deny the existence of the heartbeat because everybody knows, look, everyone knows when there's a heartbeat, there's life. That's why when your heart stops in the hospital, they get out those paddles and they rub them together and go, right? And to get your heart started, because if you don't have a heartbeat, you're dead. Okay, that's just the way that works. So she's just trying to deny the absolute objective proof of life, which is a heartbeat. And that's why she, you know, she's another loser, as you said, biggest loser. And Florida, Florida, 15 week, 15, and she is the biggest loser. I'm, like I said, biggest tank Abrams. I'm sorry, girl, she needs, she, probably, she should careful for diabetes. Maybe she, she, you know, she is too big. Um, but for Florida, look, the 15 week abortion ban there, which is just very much like Louisiana's ban. It, it, it goes based on fetal pain. Governor DeSantis and Gov and Senator Rubio just absolutely, you know, cleaned everybody's clocks and, and, and is now a superstar of, you know, the, the pro-life, you know, community. So the, those are very strong indicators that when candidates went toward life, embraced the pro-life issue and were strong and weren't these, you know, muling pukes of, well, I, I personally support, um, you know, pro-life, but I, I want to well, back a woman's life right to choose, you know, when you're doing that muling and puking like that. Well, of course, yeah, you're not a strong candidate. So these are strong candidates that ran on a pro-life message and they won. So yeah, other states where pro-aborts one there there were to be expected like you know my radical the people's republic of california out here proposition one governor newsom of course one we've got a, a super majority or something out here in california and and so that they were expected to win right in kansas and michigan the, these were places where we expected it so there weren't there weren't a, a huge reversal 
pro-life is winning. And guess what? We've got enough pro-life votes now in the House to stop any codification of Roe versus Wade. So there. So you know what? Yeah, it, it, we did. Did did pro-life win every every? Did we get to the Senate? No, but we certainly got as far as the House, and we're going to be able to stop the well, the, pro, the the pro-abort agenda. That's called winning. Yes, it's incrementalism. I'm, I'm still and that's how confused we win. by how everyone else is confused about the Hobbs decision. They they can't. I'm, uh, based on the opinion, they can't codify it at the federal level. The, the Supreme right. Court would be like, guys. Now they we, have to amend the Constitution. Yeah, we, we just said you can't. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but they, see, they, they, they can't put it in a statute, right? Mm -hmm. They can't put it in a statute because that would conflict and, and then we'd have to, you know, go to, you know, another Supreme Court decision. But they could amend the Constitution. Now, See, look, and that's and that's what that's what their goal is. And that's I what always our say, goal, amend the Constitution for a personhood, a right I, to exist. I always say that I'm not calling for violence. I always, always, always say that. And it's, I should be on the screen by myself right now. This is great. And you are. But I, <laughs> I'm, telling, I'm telling you guys, <laughs> absolutely not. I will be boats and hose like George back here. If they tried to amend the Constitution to add abortion as the next amendment, like, no, no. Nope. Well, until then, nope, you just not. keep your gun in your pocket, okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just keep your bullets in your pocket, too, okay? Because... Well, it does take two to tango. I mean, you guys got to admit. Not for much longer. If Under Proposition 1, if you have a right to reproductive freedom, maybe you can make the state pay for your insemination. Just saying, or maybe they you can actually, if you're uh, like you know, uh, Beto O'Rourke, maybe he wants to have a womb implant. They're talking about that because Ooh, I guess I... you guys really want to get into having babies really yeah, seriously. Can I move you know? to California and then sue the state for not being able to impregnate me as some kind of discrimination? Probably so. There, I'm, I'm yeah. sure there's test, test cases. <laughs> I, I wish we had clever people who were doing it on the pro life side, but well, one, one argument could be made look the the state in, in california it requires all uh, medical facilities to be licensed right because we want to know who, who the doctors are and who, what they're performing like pro-life clinics right uh and abortion clinics like planned parenthood they every year they have to pay a licensing fee and you have to make sure that you filed all your paperwork and stuff well does that interfere with someone's individual reproductive freedom right why shouldn't i as a woman be able to uh go to any clinic I want or hire a, a doula or anybody. Why do I have to go to a licensed facility? Isn't that licensing itself interfering or denying my right as an individual? So maybe there's even a case to be able to test it and say, well, yeah, we're a bunch of pro-life clinics or maybe we're pro-life doctors or maybe we're pro-abortion doctors either way. And we can just tell the state pound sand. I don't have to pay for this licensing anymore. I can offer my services and you cannot deny or interfere with them because that interferes with some of the third party's right. I don't know. I know that's a bit of a stretch, but this well, is how you, you had me at telling the government to pound well, sand. And so here's here's the thing. And, and growing up in California, Gen X, 1970s, 1980s. Guys, MyPillow.com is the very best place for Christmas shopping. You might be feeling like it's a time crunch, like you got to go to big box stores, Walmart, Target. Amazon, don't buy from Amazon. You don't have to do it. Mike Lindell and MyPillow, they've got everything you need and more. Guys, we're talking pillows, sheets, loungewear, 
slippers, everything. Guys, mypillow.com slash Mobley for the very best deals. Use promo code Mobley at checkout. Look at these prices. You got Giza Dream Sheets for $29.98. Guys, the My Slippers are on sale with my promo code Mobley, $49.98. They're usually $140. Huge savings. You're not going to find that anywhere else, guys. Look, you got pillows, you got loungewear. Now, look, if you don't know about my pillow loungewear, this stuff right here is some of the most comfortable stuff, the softest cotton you've ever seen, the sleepwear, the loungewear. My my pillow sweatshirt, I never take it off. You get up to 80% on all of these items. You thought my pillow was just about pillows. You thought Mike Lindell was just a pillow guy. You were wrong. He sells so much more than pillows. MyPillow.com slash Mobley, promo code Mobley. Guys, go there now. Huge thanks to Mike Lindell. Huge thanks to MyPillow for being a sponsor of the show. Now let's get back into it. Heard the whole, um, uh, crap. <laughs> uh, we're, um, he heard the whole crap, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, See, and you gotta mess with me. Did you have? Oh, thank God, we're recording this. I keep thinking this is live because I keep seeing that live ticker. He's so right. I can screw that live button. It is confusing. It's confusing because it says live. You just push that button and then it triggers Casey. Just he's got he's got battered broadcaster syndrome. Today's been one of those days, bro. You know, yeah. what are you doing to Casey? I think he's got a case against you. It's, you know? it's because it's a, two, it's a two-interview day. We're falling apart at the seams here. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you, I swear to God, okay, well, obviously, this is big, well, that's right, we can edit all of this out. Um, so you guys, well, actually, on the, on the West Coast, okay, so Joe's doing his uh, East Coast thing, so right when he wants to do his show is right when I'm trying to wake up, walk the dog, get some breakfast, maybe a cup of coffee. Right. And that's like, I'm down to like 45 minutes. I wake up 45 minutes. I'm going to be on. <laughs> and then he drops another show on me. Sweet. Oh, oh, that's because you're a trained broadcast professional. I'm, I'm, I'm on the right coast. It's dark outside here. Like you guys oh, like, see? yeah. See? Well, he says he's on the right coast, but every time that he has a shitty day weather-wise and it's glorious <laughs> yeah, here every single day. There. No, Virginia's weather's the best. Virginia's just, it's such a good state. It is beautiful. Uh, we're our only downfall is our proximity to DC. So the government keeps spilling over into Northern Virginia, with all the these stuff? contract jobs and agencies. So well, you'll you'll never you'll never want for money over there because it's always flowing into DC, right? There you go. Yeah, but into the criminals' pockets, I don't get a piece of that action. <laughs> yeah, they're all yeah, they're all in office. <laughs> well, now some of them, some of them, we've got we've got good guys coming in, good guys. You know, they're not all criminals. They sure haven't been proved criminals. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother show. Right? Oh, no, no. That's Trump. true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's talk California, right? And, and living in California as a uh, Republican. Uh, how about the fact that, like, um, I used to think I was a Democrat in my entire life until I learned the difference <laughs> between Democrats and Republicans and realized, holy crap, I'm a Republican and there's no way I'm going to talk about that. That's what Tim Pool said. He said where he grew up, they're just 
the Republicans were like urban legend. He'd never seen one, heard of one. And, <laughs> and, and then he finally like meets one and he's oh. like, wait, what? You believe what? He's like, oh, okay. I guess I'm conservative. Damn, Holy crap. I'm a Republican. Just talk about our beliefs and not the parties so much. Talk about the issues and the beliefs because that's what, that's what grounds us. And I think a most Americans agree on, on a lot of the issues. I think 85% of Americans agree on a lot of things. So, and I know for sure that the, the, the abortion pro-life debate that crosses both parties. There are pro-life Democrats. There's a great pro-life Democrat organization out in California. They're, they're good people. There's a uh, pro-life SF that Kirsten, uh, Kristen Turner, she is, she's like, um, as she appears to be as as left as you would believe, but she's very very strong pro life. So it's it, and there are also of course pro abort uh, Republicans or so so called right. So the abortion issue go, goes both ways, and it and it it goes across both lines. And so that's why it's really important to speak to the pro life community because they are Democrats and they're Republicans, they're liberals, they're they're conservatives. Because the issue is, are we going to defend? individual life, individual rights or not. And that is, again, it is the center of our constitution and our way of life. And when an individual's life doesn't matter, when the state can take it from you so easily, right, by legislating and, and, and spending money to, to kill individuals, well, now we're just talking about location. Now we're we can euthanasia. If we're just talking about inconvenient life, because that's what that's what's justifying abortion. Inconvenient life. Inconvenient oh. That's that's what we're talking about. That's what right? it is. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what we're talking about. People that right. we don't necessarily want around because it's going to make life harder for us. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's and selfish. you know what? There's just a small, a very, very small step until, you know, uh, the pro-aborts want to start wiping out uh, the very inconvenient pro-lifers that happen to still be uh, alive. So, you know, you know it, in Germany, it, it was the inconvenient Jews. Luck, yeah. Yes, it was. It was they yeah. were very right and so and that's what we're talking about we're inconvenient grandma in the you know the 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 senior care center right she's inconvenient um right. you know what i mean it, like the argument about dependency or or you know that a child is dependent on its mother in the womb and then later when you know you're two or three or four well guess what uh college students are pretty de dependent they're pretty inconvenient I, i'm sorry but they just are <laughs> so you know if if we're talking about inconvenient humans look uh, look the global warming uh crowd that's now remade itself as climate change right humans are inconvenient to the planet and that mm -hmm. is why the oh, there's a big group that says that hey and there's your justification for depopulation absolutely got to control those little carbon footprints so abortion is at the is at the hub of all of this because we're talking about inconvenient life to the planet, to my political party, to my to my personal uh, goals and aspirations. It's all about that. And that is why the pro-life community must stand. We have to stand, have to have a principled stand that life begins at conception and it must be defended just so that we can save our republic, if no other reason, because without an individual basis for our rights, our constitution is pretty much just a piece of paper. Well, I mean, how's that for an inconvenient truth? Yep. Yeah. You know, speaking of inconvenience, is anyone else blown away when these yahoos are like, oh, yeah, kill all the babies. But like you kill a bug or an animal. And they right. Freak, oh, they my freak God. The You're destroying out. the planet. It's we really like, need to start kidding? messaging 
PETA. You know, we need to do messaging for PETA because they, they, uh, they're going to start fundraising, of, of course, at, at Thanksgiving and Christmas. We always see these advertisements that are they're just, oh, wouldn't you please say this poor little puppy? And we see these little poor little dogs who are just shaking and sitting there with mange and just, <laughs> you know, they're abused. Abort and those terrible. dogs. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, Abort those dogs. Is, God, Sarah. I yeah. mean, but, but really. <laughs> and they and then and you see these poor if you go into any stores anymore, go into home goods and they've got an entire section of, of dog costumes and, and presents and and like dog pets and they are like and then, and then you see and I actually saw a little a couple just I was just there the other day and they're pushing this little stroller and I look down because I think I'm gonna see a little baby and it's a chihuahua. <laughs> And so it's like, okay, if we could just channel what PETA does and what all of these wonderful organizations do to, to humanize pets, right? And say, we need to save these animals. Why can't we save the baby humans? Why can't we save that too? Because no, what, I'm, what we I'm do going to on the offensive. Humans, it, it's terrible. We can't, we, what we do to human beings, we chop them up and alive in bits and drag them out. And, and, and it's a form of torture. It's barbarism. We a wouldn't do that. To puppies. We wouldn't. Abortion. Post birth abortion. The first time I heard that, I was like, "What? Somebody yeah, has we, a live, you know, viable baby, and you chop them up because mom doesn't want them?" Well, we do that in California. It's called AB twenty two twenty three. That's the infanticide yeah. bill. And yeah. the way they do that is they say, "Well, no one is going to be um, prosecuted criminally or civilly for uh, any kind of uh, for a miscarriage, for a stillbirth." for abortion or for perinatal death due to causes that occur in utero. Hmm, what does that mean? Well, perinatal death is the death of a baby born alive due to causes that occur in utero. Well, what's that? Well, we don't know. Could be a botched abortion like a chemical abortion, or it could be a surgical abortion or a saline abortion or whatever. So that baby is born alive. It's oh, just the baby made it. The table, and we oh, can just, and no one is going to be able to, so long as they point to something that occurred in utero, it's never going to be investigated. And if you threaten to investigate, why did this baby die? Was it smothered on the table, right? What did they? Did you actually kill it after it was born? You'll never be able to know because to even threaten an investigation triggers a private lawsuit by the mother and anyone who assisted her, and they can sue you for $25,000 plus attorney's fees and costs. So no one's going to find out. All of this is going to be buried, buried alive, if you will, right? This is the don't ask, don't tell, abortion is murder bill. That's what this is. Oh my God! Coming into effect, coming to a, a state near you, January first. Had a really good video <laughs> idea. Sorry, had to write it I'm down. I'm gonna have a great time sleeping it. tonight. <laughs> it, it's so sick. It's so sick. Well, ladies and gents, that's the time we are. We say, are. Gonna, yeah, I got a heart out. Yeah, we're gonna do this hour thing. And part part of the show moving forward is Casey and I are gonna try and stay on time. Uh, yeah, so, right. <laughs> Susan, thanks so much for coming on the show. And uh, guys, check out Right to Life, Lord, Lord, Lord. No, please. I'll tell you. I, let I, me handle this. Don't hurt yourself. You keep your gun in your pocket. Okay, I'm going to tell you. It's righttolifeleague.org. Righttolifeleague.org. Please just check out our news and events. Hit the donate button. Buy us a cup of coffee because I'll tell you what we do. The, we, the Right to Life League was founded in 1967. We tried to persuade Governor Ronald Reagan from uh, from signing the Bielensen bill, but he promised us he'd never again sign another piece of pro-abort legislation. He kept his word. And since that time, in 1960, 
1967, we helped pro-life clinics, centers, and maternity homes all up and down the, the state keep their doors open with corporate compliance, HR trainings, uh, ultrasound machines, funding, whatever they need to keep their, their doors open because they are the boots on the ground. So if you want to make sure that you know that your money's actually going to help pro-life in California and fight back against these Marxist commies, that's where you go is righttolifeleague.org. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Well, guys, we will see you in the next one. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.